0: What's happening everybody and welcome to another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I'm Derek Kernahan and as always I'm joined by my good mate Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing, buddy, today?
1: I'm pretty good, my friend. How are you?
0: Yeah, all oh, good man, all oh, good man. Loving this lockdown life to the best of my ability. What about you?
1: Aye same. It's uh, it's pretty crap, but like you say, just gotta be the best at it innit? it. That's it. Fingers crossed, the vaccines here and we'll be on our way enjoying life again soon, eh, mate? That's it, I, when, when life hands you melons, you make melonade than not it? <laughs> that's it, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, aye, so, let's say, it was so good being back last week, um, discussing pretty much a season review so far, um, and one of the things that we missed last week that we didn't really touch on very much was the squad, and how much that's changed from the season before, and just how good we think it is, or else how bad it is, and if we get anything different that we want to discuss. So, pretty much today we're just going to discuss the, the current squad for the season. Aye, I Just go through them. Yes, yeah. plenty to talk about. So
1: I think you're right. Last week, it, it, you know, it'd have been too much to try and cover everything. So uh, it makes sense to give the squad its own its own show, especially this season how well they've done, uh, you know, so far. So aye, let's chat about it, mate. Looking forward to it. Yes, yes. So we just
0: start at the back, then and go right on go to the it. goalies. Aye. Yeah. So Rangers have used two goalkeepers this year. Um, which has been Alan McGregor and John McLaughlin. We signed um, McLaughlin at the start of the season. I thought he was a great choice to have as our, our number two goalkeeper um, as well. Would you agree with that? Did you see him coming in? Thought, I, I, I just thought that was, that's a fantastic sign to have as a backup goalkeeper. Particularly, we can also... The good thing about this is we can send um, Robbie McCrory on loan again to get him some valuable experience. And I think you know, they've done the right thing by sending him to a premiership team this season because he's going to get used to playing everybody, bar us, which which is even better.
1: Yeah, I know, d- definitely, mate. I suppose, um, like you say, that's the real the real gold here, is that he can come in and, and we can send McCrory to Livy. Um, and like you say, he's getting plenty of football. I think he's highly regarded and he's a good prospect and he needs to improve. And goalkeepers, they, they need minutes to improve, right? There's, there's, there's no real cheat. So uh, it totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So what did you make of it? The- what did you make of an initial signing of McLaughlin then? Like you say, I think it's a cracking signing. Um, safe pair of hands. He comes in. He, he's he's probably you know well he's that level below McGregor, but I mean if you look through the league, probably still the second best goalie in the league. Yeah, I I mean, Who would you would you say? i oh, give us Barca's. Would you hell? Do you <laughs> he know what I mean? Him. Like maybe would you go for you know, Joe Lewis or, or something like that? You know he's he's in that. But he's certainly in the discussion as yeah. the second best goal in the league whether he's the best or not, you, you can make some debates, but his clean sheets speak for themselves as well. You know, he's like you yeah. say, he's, he maybe not played half as many games as McGregor, but all his games in the league, he's played like, I don't know, like 11 games, 12 games in the league. And he said, the clean sheet and all but one or something like, I can see the one goal. So yeah. uh, uh, he's, he's he's done really well, you, you know, taking that away for the guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was quite interesting at the start of the season, Keith, where you had, basically the two of them were coming in and out, the, in and out the team. You know, it was like, um, Gerard sort of said to him, "You know, come in, improve your place." Obviously, Gerard, um, McGregor, sorry, was injured a bit at the start, um, so it was, it was good to see him coming in. And like you said, his record was fantastic um, at the start of the season. You know, he was doing very well, keeping clean sheets. You like he say he's only conceded against one team so far this season, but since then, since McGregor sort of had these, the top, he has been nothing sort of sensational. I think Alan McGregor this season.
1: I think there's, there's 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 probably two things I'd like to, to to chat about here. Two points to chat about is first of all, uh, you know I think the signings probably even more shrewd when you consider McGregor's age and certainly the possibility, maybe not the likelihood, but the possibility that, like you say, earlier in the season he said a few eagle injuries and he's he's been in the team and out the team, in the team, out the yep. team. He's he's just getting older, right? His body's going to you know break easier and take longer to heal. That, that's what happens when you get older. So it's probably from that point a safe pair of hands coming in as shrewd. And and then secondly, I suppose, even at McGregor's age and even at his level of professionalism, does that kind of level of goalie, that competition, push him on to be even better? Because, you know, before there was a big drop. Ford was good, but there was a big drop. Now, McLaughlin, you 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 can make a case to say the guy didn't deserve to be dropped. He did nothing wrong. So yeah. does that add pressure to McGregor and it just gets you that wee extra 5% out of him? Even subconsciously, you know, unless he thinks, like, oh, that guy's here, I need to do better. I'm sure he's always trying to do better. He'll do his best. But is it just that we, you know what I mean, that we kind of subconscious extra few percent you get?
0: Yeah, I think you can see the competitive nature in McGregor. Obviously, you've seen him playing, particularly <laughs> this season, when you see him moaning at the players and stuff like that. You can tell he's a competitive guy. He wants to win in every game. He wants to be the best goalie in every game as well. And I think you're right. You know, having someone that with the ability of McLaughlin there chasing, you know, chasing him down to be that number one goalie has sort of you could you could definitely say it's you know, it's it's put him on you know maybe put his game to another level. Um this season. We always knew he was a fantastic goalie and he's made he's made some fantastic saves. But I think particularly this season, Keith, as well, where, you know, we haven't we haven't really conceded a lot of goals this season. Um, as well, and he's had to his concentration level. It's almost like Andy Goromess concentration levels. I would say, you know, where he hasn't do he hasn't done anything most of the game yet makes this magnificent save. Yeah, no, spot on, totally agree. Aye, mm, aye, aye, but like I said, the goalkeepers absolutely fantastic. I think one of the things he said was that it was quite good. Ford was a number was a good goalie to have as a backup. However, I think McLaughlin, no disrespect to him. Um, McLaughlin's just that wee step above him as well. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, if McGregor got, you know, had a needed arrest or, you know, anything happened to him, McLaughlin's a safe pair of hands. Obviously, we don't want anything to happen to McGregor because he's been so good, but, you know, if anything, you know, we've got a safe pair of hands behind him there um, and he's breathing down his neck as well, which is good. Aye, aye. And I think the other thing, like you say, ability wise, and also
1: he's been consistently fit. Yeah. McLaughlin's been in every match day squad do you know That's what I mean point, even, yeah. even when he's on the bench he's still there you know there's no like McLaughlin's injured and Andy Furst on the bench or it like that. he's always there he's always ready he's always I'd imagine training pretty well and you know when he steps in he could easily make the jersey his own because he's good enough so nah, I think it's like you say great signing I think overall yeah. and McGregor's had a fantastic year himself pushed on maybe by by the signing but certainly yeah. Like you say, he's always been a he's always been a top goalie. So yeah, he
0: yeah. has been He has been anywhere he's has he's anywhere he's went. He's been he's been a great goalkeeper. Uh, yep. Quick question for you just before we move on: um, regarding McGregor, McGregor has just turned thirty nine. Yep. um Just last week, do you see him playing for another few years still, or do you think you know maybe a case? I've won the league again. I'm back. It's it's time to go. I think he can. I think he can play for another few years still. If he's you know the level he's playing at.
1: I, I think the, the level he's playing at. Uh, uh, I have absolutely no issue with, and he could continue. Hard to say. He, I mean, he'll know his body. We we don't really see him training. You know, like you know yourself. Sometimes players get get special dispensation at training because their bodies are only what they used to be. You know, Ledley yeah. King is is the one you would always go for. Like he would he would train sail in the swimming pool twice a week and then play for Spurs, and his body would be in bits, and he'd have to take the week off. You know what I mean? Like that sort of yeah. thing. Where you just it's hard to say what's going on behind the behind the scenes. I think. The the delay would tell me that McGregor's thinking win the league and retirement is is something he's mulling over. I think if he was dead set on you know staying for another year or two, I think we would have heard something about his contract. I think I think retirement's on the table, but I don't know. I don't, mm. I, I, as a fan, I'd have no problems with him staying. Um, but like I said, it's it's tough to know what's going on in the guy's life and the guy's body. Yeah,
0: yeah. I guess that can sort of go two ways as well. It might be a case of. You know, he's obviously, he might be thinking about it. You know, he's not getting any younger or anything like that. But it might be a case that he might be so focused on, you know, winning when the league. league. Uh, yeah, that he might uh, decide at the end of the season, you know, right. And else when we've won it, it's like, right, okay, let's have a chat about a new, a new contract or whatever. But like I said, he's been he's been amazing this season. You know, can't fault any of the two of them actually with any time they've come in. So it's no. so so good. I mean, I think we've been blessed with, with goalkeepers, obviously not including when we went down the leagues and stuff like that that was a pretty shoddy time for our goalies with the section of Neil Alexander in um, the third division and the second division when we, we, before we, we let him go. But um, we have been blessed with goalkeepers and I think these guys are continuing that tradition. Definitely. Aye, aye. I mean, you know, flip a
1: coin and you see the, a name on a team sheet, neither name is going to give you any concerns whatsoever. Uh, McGregor is that bit better, but McLaughlin, you'd have all the confidence in, so a great position.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely right. So now we'll go on to the defenders. So let's um, let's round them off for you as well. Um, We're also going to include some of the guys who have been here and who have left um, this season as well. So we're going to discuss them because they did play, and also some new signings as well. So our defenders in our first team squad are um, James Tavernier. Going to go soon, Holander, Baligan, Bar- eh, Barisic, Bassey, Patterson, Simpson, now and Edmondson and Catech. Now Edmondson, Catech hasn't played this season due to injury, so we can't really discuss him, but I think, you know, we'll just give him a wee place and being in there um, as well. So let's talk about the guys we've got there. Then at the end, we'll have a wee chat about um, Edmondson, who has left last week to go and go to Derby. Yep. Now let's talk about the, the full-backs first of all. And then we'll discuss the the, the the centre halves um as well. Cool. Um, Where do you like to start? Left back or right back? Let's go for the captain. Let's start at start right back.
1: Oh starting um, strong.
0: Starting strong. James Tavenier. What a season this man is having. Um as well. You know, he's been it's a crazy is it was it um, seventeen goals he scored this season and ten assists? Fifteen 10 assists. Scored? Fifteen assists, wow, that is frightening. And then most got, goals, most assists, yeah, <laughs> in, the, in the squad, <laughs> which is quite, which is frightening for a right back. And I think his game, he, he's up to his game a lot this season. You know, he's he's getting into the box more. And you obviously, you've seen some of the goals he scored when he's playing pretty much centre forward. Was it the the header? What was the European game he scored the header when he ran in the box and he was playing like a centre forward? Galatasaray, I think, wasn't it. The Galatasaray game, yeah, he, he ran in the box like a centre forward and. Nabbed a nabbed header scored as well. It's crazy. I wins a header, he's like two yards out. <laughs> You're yeah. like, what's he doing up there? Right in the middle of the goal. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then we've obviously got um, Barisic on the other side, obviously hasn't scored as many goals, but he's set up something like eleven or twelve goals this season as well, which is thirteen assists. Thirteen assists, that's crazy as well. Yeah for those two. And I think those two have definitely upped their games this season. Um, as well. What do you what's your opinion on the two of them this season? Um, well, like
1: you say, let's stick with the captain first. I think uh, Tav Tav probably signifies the difference in, in us this season versus last season. You know, he's uh, he's been super focused on every game. He's defensively been better, um, probably not so much lately. Um, his overall performance, he's probably come off the boil a wee bit recently as well. Um, mostly, you would say, he just set the standard so high early in the season that there was only one way he was never going to be able to keep that up. Yeah. Um, but, I, I, you know, he's definitely, for the most part, you would have to say defensively got better. Um, he's, like you say, his goals and assists just crazy for right back. He's been he's been phenomenal. And I think later on, we'll probably just at the end talk about our, our player of the, the year so far or whatever. And uh, Tavs has got to be in everybody's discussion for that, you know, unless you're, you've got a personal beef with him for some reason. Um, so, I definitely, Bonner, I'd say Bonner's been, again, a wee bit of a dip lately, but. You know, we'll, we'll talk about probably everybody in the squad, or most people have have had that. Um, the season, I would say, he's been steady. That's how I feel like Bonner last year, he started really well, and he was like, you know, it was it was it was wonderful stuff all the time. And then he kind of tailed off as we all did after January um, this season. I think he's just been consistent, quietly going about his business. No huge amount of spectaculars, but he still got good numbers. He's got two goals, thirteen assists. Um, you know, thirteen assists in thirty nine games. That's one in three. That's that's decent, yep. right? You know, so I think I think Bonner's been
0: Bonner's been good. Yeah. What, what about you? Yeah, totally agree with that. I think the two of them have been like the Bonner. He's he's a reliable. He's he's like a seven. He's like seven eight out of ten guy every week, and then he'll, he'll throw in a, a, a sensational ball into the box that somebody can somebody can just eat up. Um, Sasa Papach
1: but we're delivering yes basically. pretty much
0: pretty much a <laughs> bit more attacking minded than old Sasa ah, was yeah. as well but um, yeah he's I think he's been a great signing and I think if he has a good Euros if it goes on this summer I think we can be looking at crazy money for him if, if those if those uh, across the way sold um, Frimpong for a reported you know 10 million plus whatever they sold them for we could be looking at you know potentially five you know an extra five million at least on top of that for Borner.
1: Especially if Croatia go deep, yes. Right? Croatia Croatia are good. They got they got to the World Cup final the last time. They could they could go deep in the tournament and, and that always helps, do you know what I mean? You're yeah. not getting pumped in the group stages. Even if you're good and your team's you know, your team's nonsense, it, you know it can it can you're like, well whereas if Croatia managed to go, go well in the tournament and he,
0: he plays well in the tournament, then ah you're right. It could be could be some serious dos. Yes. Big thing. And one of the things about this season which I think is, is quite important as well, we have two recognised backups and two younger players, definitely development players, but they're still part of the first. They're definitely part of the first team squad. And um, Nathan Partson for the backup right-back and also Calvin Bassey and as a backup left-back. Now, we haven't seen too much of them recently, probably due to performances um, as well. And also, you know, the, these two guys have been playing quite well, but you know, maybe at the start, start of the season, we've seen it a bit more when we were two or three up, we would make a few substitutions and these boys would come on and get, you know, 20, 25 minutes. But I think it's so important for the future that we've got these two boys here. And, they're, you know, they're definitely, maybe not obviously the same attacking crowds, but they're, they're, they're replacements there. Whereas last year we had to rely on guys like, or even the last few years, guys like Andy Halliday playing left back, you know, Lee Hodgson playing right and left back and no disrespect to any day too, but these two boys are again just a bit class ahead of them in terms of players.
1: Yep, I not what like you say and, and, and I think the the good thing for us, um certainly in, in the kind of in the current climate, it, is that it's it's prospects for the future that we're getting time to bleed in, they're in and about the squad, they're learning from the top quality Tavon Goldson, we've already spoken, and Barisic, sorry, we've, we've been speaking a bit. So they're learning their trade from from quality, Um, you know, and you've just got to hope that they will be longer-term replacements. I guess if you go back to Barisic, if we sell him in the summer, would you think that you'd be happy with Bassi, 38 games a season next year? Probably no. not. Uh, he's probably not quite there yet. So it's probably one of the ones where if we make big bucks on Barisic, it might be a replacement rather than trusting the kid. But maybe maybe he's there, right? You know, he's he's certainly improving and you know, let, let's not write him off. I think he he's definitely got the potential. Just, you know, I'm not sure if he'd be ready
0: to be dropped into Yeah him. yeah, I think at the start of the season we see we've seen a lot more of these boys as well due to the um due to the way that we were playing, how well we were playing, and we were giving bornor and um Parson eh, sorry, we were giving bornor and Tav a bit of a rest. Because also, aye, as well, aye. we had a lot more games at the start of the season. Obviously, it's going to speed up now, now that we're back in Europe again, and midweek yep. games are going to come thick and fast as well. But having the two boys and giving them those valuable minutes on the park, like I said, maybe 25, 30 minutes on the park when we're, when we're two or three, nothing up, is only good for their game and good for their development. Yeah, definitely. As well, so I, I think it's really it's great to see that we've been out there. And we've obviously, Gerrard's always realised the mistakes that he'd made from last year, because if Bonner was injured or Pav was injured, we didn't really have anybody to come in and replace him. You know, we had makeshift midfielders coming in, like Halliday, playing left-back. You know, we had Flanagan. Have Ebo played left-back? Yeah, had the shot in. You know, we had John Flanagan playing right and left-back as well, who Aye. isn't an attacking-minded player in the slightest, you know. Um, no, and his at... left foot's as good as mine, <laughs> do you know what I mean? At left-back, he, he looked like a fish out of water, didn't he? didn't he? Didn't he look comfortable? No, he didn't, he didn't, that's right. So again, it's great to see that these young guys are coming in and they're, they're young and they're hungry, and you know when they play, they're you know they're they're not looking at a place, any stretch of imagination when they come in, as well.
1: I think the hunger is important. They look like they want to be here. They want to learn. They want to get better. and They want to play for us. And I think that that's you know certainly for any player that, that, that stuff that you want to see. You know, so I think that yeah. the attitude that you touch on there is is an important part of it. And uh, I'm
0: definitely glad to have them and, and they look good for the future. Yeah. One of the things I will mention quickly about them is just how how well, you know, like spoken and like, like you said, the hunger that they've got, because um, my, my young nephew Ollie done a Q&A with the two of them. just invited them to do a Q&A with them. And, nice. and I got to ask them a question and the two of them were fantastic with them. You know, they spoke to them they directly. They, they said he's they spoke to him like, hi Ollie, you know, they mentioned his name, which I think is a big thing to do and it shows a lot of maturity uh-huh. for these boys as well to come in and, you know, to do the sort of media appearances and things like that as well it's great to see, and like I said, I think these two will be two players in a few years' time who will be um, definitely in the Rangers team and you know, doing well for themselves I think that it's,
1: a, it's an important point both of them have done full blown, like, after the match you're doing a press conference today yep. and they've came out and they've spoken when, when they've played. So, you know, that, that, that shows, and I, I'm sure Patterson might even have done one, you know, before the match or whatever. So, the club obviously have, have faith in them and also it's probably part of their development. You know, yeah. like, wait, we're going to put you in front of the camera, you know, don't, don't make an arse of this yeah. sort of thing. Um, and like you say, credit to them, they've
0: they've, they've done brilliant, yeah. you know. So, yeah, yeah, great. That was one of the things that I noticed See when, I, when I was... Um... When I was at, um uni, I worked for a local radio station and we used to go to press conferences and it was either at Murray Park or Parkhead. And every time I went to Parkhead, they always brought out Aidan McGeady as part of his development. You know, the way he could mm-hmm. talk and stuff. Uh, because when he he was a bit of a wee Ned, but that's, that's a massive part of your learning experience as well as part of the game, is doing these pressers and things like that as well. And the two of them have done it and they've done very, very well with it. So aye, it's commendable and hats off to them. As well, definitely. Yep. Right, let's go on to the the centre half. The brick wall, um that we're calling it. So we've got Goldson, Hollander, Balligan. Um we've now been joined by Jack Simpson and obviously before that we had George Edmondson. So let's talk about the three main stewards in there, which are Goldson, Hollander and Balligan. Um mm-hmm. they've been an absolute rock, and the good thing about it, it seems like Gerard's got his main man in Conor Goldson. He is he is number one. He's my he's he's Ger- it's obvious that he's Gerard's number one centre half. And then from there, it's either a case of Hollander or Balligan who plays beside him. Would you agree with that? Aye, I
1: I think uh, that's aye. No. That has been the case since Gerard signed Goldson yeah. and on his first year. Goldson's been his number one the full time, and that's not that's not budged and it's not changed this season.
0: No, no, definitely not. And what have you made of um, what have you made of, you know, particular, what, um, Balligan when he came in, um, when he's come in in a free transfer, I think he's been a great signing. I um, brilliant. Yeah, Aye. very impressed with him. I was a bit sceptical when we signed him, um, you know, never really seen him playing or anything like that. Um, and he's come in and he's, I think he's been fantastic. And I think it's also, it shows you how well that we played it, regardless of who's next to Goldson, you know, if it's Holander or Balligan. You know, nine times out of ten, we've been—it's been pretty much effortless. You know, when, when the winners keep not not the games that we're playing, but the switch between the two of them. You know, between, between the two of them, it's been pretty—it's been amazing to see.
1: I I think as a as a back three, if you will, um, you know, the, the three for the for the, the two positions in there. Like you say, I mean, we can talk about wee wobbles here and there for both Balogun and Yeah, and to a lesser extent Goldson. Um, I think. Goldson's having his best season with us by far. Yes, um, and for me, he's he's been the best, the best centre half, probably arguably the best defender. You know, because Colin to have a defender is maybe a bit cheeky. Um, and in, in the country this season, so I think I Goldson's Goldson deserves his his kind of perennial spot. Um, the other two have, have had wee wobbles and wee moments, and we've conceded goals for them, and you're like, ah, it's a bit sloppy. But by and large, I mean, like you say how many clean sheets have we had, you know, how many games have we conceded more than one goal in and, and all these sort of things. You, you're nitpicking, you have to be, to be fair, they've, they've all been phenomenal yeah. for, for the year, you know, and, and like you said, the Golden's played 39, the other two have played 20 and 20, so, you know, they've pretty, pretty much pretty been Golden for 40 and them split down the middle yeah. and it's, like you say, you, you don't really miss
0: a beat, you, you really don't. No, no, you don't, you don't. Um... Would you looking ahead to obviously now we've got we've got, um, Jack Simpson who's arrived from Bournemouth on um, on a permanent deal and obviously we were we were due to sign him at the end of the season, but um, we've worked for Magic and got him in there early, which I think is a great thing to do. Get him embedded in the club early, so he can maybe get used to playing the Rangers way. You know the way that Gerard plays, and then next mm-hmm. season, you know I think I think he'll be vying for a play soon. As well, because he's a young left-sided centre half, Premiership experience as well, which is fantastic. Um, yep. As well, so I think maybe give him a few, maybe a few weeks, and you can see him definitely coming in, um, and giving these guys, you know, a, a fight for the for the jersey.
1: That, that's the hope. I I don't like you say. I think getting him in. Um... And the, the January window, I think, is is about, you know, letting them bed in, letting them get you know the team, get, give them some of those, you know, get them on for 20 minutes when we're 3-0 up and, and maybe give them a game if we're, you know, at home to whoever's bottom me the league and suits our style or whatever. Um, I think, like you say, if you'll see them pushing them, but I think it'll be next season when there'll be a real challenge for them. And I think that's the mindset is get them in and let them in bed. And then,
0: you know, next season... He's he's firmly in contention. You would you would hope. Yes, yes. I'm excited to see him as well. Um, I've seen him in one or two games for Bournemouth. Not many. To be honest, I would I'd be lies if I said you know I've I seen him see in about the right. games. I have seen him a few times play, and I'm excited, definitely excited to see him play. He can't be a mug if he's played in the Premiership. Um, for all well we can say that, but <laughs> we can see that we can see that. But Shane Duffy was in the Premiership um, That's for a number exactly of years <laughs> as well. So I maybe I'll maybe I'll take that out when we're, when we're, take that <laughs> back take that back definitely. Um, there, aye, aye. Now one of the guys I want to talk about Keith as well, which I think is quite important, is um, Edmondson, who was who was in there. He was, you know, when he was when you were looking at it, he was probably fourth choice centre half last season before we signed Balogun. We brought Balogun in due to Tati's injury, um, as well, and he was still sort of for choice. But he came in and played a few games, and he didn't look out of place at all. He looked like he was, you know, he was he was a wee bit raw, guaranteed for his age and stuff like that. But then obviously he has. Been a bad boy. Him and Jordan Jones breaking COVID rules, and we've not seen him again. I and mean, he now he's been shipped. He, he's been shipped on loan to Derby, um, under Wayne Rooney. Do you see any way back for for the fridge? It's quite telling that Simpson's took his shirt number. That's one thing as I said to you before this as well. I think that's quite telling. Um, that he's took his shirt number. Do you see a way back for him?
1: Um, I don't know. I think it, it seems unlikely. Um. The short number thing, you're you doing, you, do, you know, you kind of have a look at the numbers in the summer anyway. So he's, he's, got, he's gone for the rest of the year, Simpson's in. I, I, I wouldn't be worried too much about it. Um, I, I don't know. I think that it is only a loan. I don't think there's any deal, you know, option to buy or anything like that. Yeah. So uh, uh, is it a case of get me good in there? It's a short window, see how he does. If he does even decent in the championship, maybe it's no Derby, maybe another, maybe another championship team comes in for him and we make a wee bit of bunts on him. Um, I don't know. I think that it just depends on how he does and how the relationship is. Um, there might still be, like you say, he's young, he's, he's got talent uh, and potential, he's just a wee bit rougher on the edges, he's got a lot to learn about being a centre-half, but you know, who, who at 22 or 23 or whatever age he is doesn't, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Most, most centre-halves get, get better, You know, their peak's well beyond that, so um, I don't know, probably unlikely, but I wouldn't completely rule it out either. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of. I'm. I'm more in the stage over maybe like sixty forty that he that he's probably gone. To be honest with you, I think it's a. I think. Uh, I think that's fair, eh? Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see him coming back next season and maybe going on loan again, and you know maybe try to get first team football there because obviously he's going to have a number of guys, you know, hopefully hope Cattage is back next season. You expect maybe Balligan to get another year's contract as well. You know, Golton and Halander have got long term deals. Simpson's got a long term deal, so you know maybe go on loan again next season. Put yourself again in the short window, and else if like you said, if he's playing at Derby, can be out maybe a Championship club, or we'll see him and go. Let's take a punt in him and maybe get a get a few quid for him. Um,
1: I I think the other thing to consider, and you know, before we move on to midfielders, is I I wouldn't it be a hundred percent that Golton will be here next year. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. If he won the league, you know he's probably came what he you know done what he came to do. It maybe he stays for the Champions League and you know, all that, but like you say he's probably come to that point in his contract and his career where it probably makes sense for Rangers to to try and sell him on in the summer to make the most amount of money. Wrong, wait another year and he's only got a year left, and you're not getting a big deal. Um, and he's coming to that point in his career where he might be thinking, right, I've got I've got one big contract in me, can I try and break into a. Go to, the, go to Southampton like, like Van Dyke did and try to make a success of it or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Because he never really played in the Premiership. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think there's a few factors that I wouldn't be completely astounded if, if, if we lose, lose Goulton in the summer. Uh, he had a good year.
0: We might get a good offer
1: and it might suit all parties. But hey, let's see what happens. Yeah. Football's, a, football's a crazy business.
0: Mm-hmm. I think if we get a good offer for most of the players in our team, we'd probably look to sell them. I think the the days are obviously well past when we're selling guys like Lewis McLeod for six hundred thousand. You know, we're not going to be doing anything like that again. Um, I, but I think I think I think most of it, I think that's the thing now we with our club we realise that that we're that we'll that we'll buy these guys, we'll bring them in and we'll develop them and then we'll look to sell them on. So um, for a I, for a profit, which is I the think... football model that Rangers are now.
1: I think I think it's football, pre Covid football in general. When as far as I'm concerned, when when PSG paid two hundred million for Neymar, every club in the world became a selling club. You know, yeah. you know that money was getting thrown about that if they make an offer that's just that good, people people are gonna sell, right? Ronaldo left Real Madrid, um, Neymar left Barcelona, offer crazy money. But you know, if, if that's the money that's getting thrown about, anybody's moving pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: very true. That's very football. True. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, so let's go into the midfielders then. So we're talking cool. mostly, we're talking about the midfield, the three that the, the three that Rangers play. So it's it's a mix. that's between um, Jack, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Arfield, and Zungu as well. So
1: let's. I want to have a wee game with us. Actually, I was thinking about this. Pick right. your three and tell me why. My three that I would pick. I mean, it... out, of that, out of those six. So you've got Kamara, Aribo, Jack, Arfield, Davis, and Zungu. Those are your six. What three do you pick based
0: on the form this season, and why? The form this season, okay, because I was going to I was going to counter actually. I was saying it depends what it depends who we're playing, who I would who I would pick. But if you're looking on form only this season,
1: I just just on form this season because that's what we're reviewing. Forget the opposition. Just you know, like you say, you might go more defensive away in Europe or whatever. But um, let's just go for based on form this season. Who who do you pick? Davis, Kamara,
0: and probably Arfield because Jack was injured for a few weeks there it'd be a mixture it'd be a toss up between Jack and Arfield but if you're thinking it um, just on you know like you are saying, form alone this season what about you what would you say I think um, I think Davis and Arfield stick on has got to
1: be um, Kamara or Jack I think that's the, that's the debate that's left I think for me um, and you're right probably Kamara based on the fact that he's played more games and, and Jack's yeah. missed a chunk being injured a couple of, I think he's had a couple of injuries you know, He missed a chunk recently But I think he missed a wee bit earlier on at the start yeah, as well. He does, so, yeah. um, he, he's a fair few games behind um, Kamara So yeah. maybe like 15 games or something like that So based on that, I, Kamara, Davis uh, and Arfield I think has been, been a bit of a revelation this year Back to like yeah. he was in his first season um, yeah. And for me, uh, he's, he's, been, he's been key And part of the recent dip I think Is we're, we're missing Scotty Arfield to be honest
0: Big time. That's what I was just about to say. I think he's he's a major reason in the the different form, and I think he's maybe a week or two away now from from playing, which is which is good to see. I can't wait for him to be back in that midfield. Can he come quick enough? Box to box, you know, as he does getting in there and bagging a few goals as well in there. And and that's what I was going to say. I think it's it's probably no coincidence that.
1: The you know the the goals have dried up a bit since since Scott he's been been missing and mm-hmm. not just what he scores and he's not just directly like he's goals and assists and i think he, but combined i think he's on like what is it like seven goals and five assists or something like that you know he's mm-hmm. he's he's in he's in a kind of dozen for the season sort of bracket but it's he's running beyond it's his late runs it's you know some he's he's decent play um, you know, but he's 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 maybe not got an assist, but he's played a key part, and you know, in the build up and and that sort of stuff, he just does some some stuff a wee bit different than pretty much any other. So I, yeah. I I like we're missing Scotty Arfield, and it'd be great to have him back. Plus, we all want to see him salute his way to the title. Let's be honest. Yes,
0: a hundred percent, definitely. One of the guys I think who has been he's rolled back the years this year, Steve Davis. He's been, I think he's been one of our best players as well. I think he's been fantastic this season. Um, aye, aye. As well, the maturity as well, and just how the calm and influence he has on the ball as well. You know, sometimes when you see the ball, and particularly when we, you know, we're holding on to a victory and the ball's a bit like a hot potato. Whereas with him, he's relaxed, he's calm, he's cool. You know, he's he can play and he can play his way out of a a dangerous situation. He doesn't just launch it up the park. He looks for that pass, um, which is quite telling, I think, in you know, him um, as well. Aye,
1: aye. He's been uh... At times, he's been the quarterback. Um, yeah. You know, he's and he's 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 been involved in some some great goals, but mostly he's been fantastic at breaking up play. When he gets the ball, he doesn't give the ball away, and he'll you know he does the you know lend at me, you know, give me it and I'll get it back, and you know make it make an angle and I'll get it back, and you can get up the park or whatever. Yeah. So you know, and he's ah, he's he's been he's been phenomenal. Um, yeah, definitely, he's he's best best spell since he came back, and he's had some good spells. Um, you know, in a second stint, but th- this season he's just been so consistent. I think in the previous two seasons he was a bit, you know, he had some good spells, and then he had a bit where he went off the boil. But he's pretty much been consistent, that kind of seven or eight out of ten the whole the whole thirty odd games he's played this year. So I, uh, he's done brilliant,
0: and he's yeah. played a lot more than I probably expected to, given his age. Yes. yeah, definitely. I thought he would have maybe been a more of a bit part player this season, I, almost like I, a, you know, like a Jermaine Defoe sort of coming in from the odd game or, you know, being on the bench and, you know, coming on. But he's been, I mean, he's form, he's, he's form alone. He deserves his place in the start of living 100%. Aye.
1: And I, I wonder if, if Jack
0: had been fit for the full time, would Davis have maybe got less games?
1: Um, so maybe he has, we've been forced to play him more than Gerard might have intended at the start of the year. Maybe not. But like you say, he's played that well that it doesn't matter who's fit. You're not you, dropping him anyway, you know. No, you exactly. He's, he's, he's playing. So, um, aye, Davis
0: been phenomenal. Yeah, definitely. And would you, uh, Glenn Kamara, this season, I think obviously he's played a lot of football this season as well, but I think he sort of get rid of the stupid, you know, the sort of one extra touch that he used to take, get himself into a bit of bother as well. He he, he isn't obviously doing that at all this season, which is which is great to see. I think his games came on a lot this season um, as well. Do you agree?
1: I, I, I think I think what Kamara's done is, is what he he needed to do for me and it's it's the C word it's consistency right you know he, mm. he's had this ability he's had games he's had spells where he's played 10 games and all like this uh, in previous seasons and then he's had five games where like you say he's taking extra touches he's he's in seven spins in the edge of the box and getting the ball away and the other team score and you know where he's just it's looked like he's forgot how to play football before. you know in spells he's been, a, he's been very much a kind of spells player um, you know he goes in peaks and troughs but this season just consistent just good, cut out any of the stupid nonsense. Um and I thoroughly deserves all the plaudits he's getting this year for me. Um yeah. and some Little Barisic could end up, you know, having a good Euros. Finlander may likely to get pumped and put out the group stage, but he he could still have a have a good Euros and uh, see us turning fifty grand into fifteen million or whatever come come yeah. the summer. Um so I uh, all all trending well for Glenn Camara and he's still young, so so that's yeah. something.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred yep. percent agree with you. Now the other two guys that we haven't spoken about yet is um, Joe Arribo and Bugani, Bugani Zungu.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, what have you made Arribo this season, Keith?
1: Um, <laughs> probably, a, probably a year or two behind Glenn Camara. Um, inconsistent. So he started strong, then he got injured, and you know it took him a, probably took him longer to come back than we all expected or whatever. So you you, know, you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. And then since he's been back, he's had flashes where he's had a brilliant game but it's probably sandwiched in between two crap games either side uh, 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 is, is kind of my feeling on him where he'll be poor then he's a good game, then he's poor again he's poor for a couple of games, then he's another good game and he's poor again, so he's probably in yeah. that kind of one out of four, one out of five sort of realm um, and I, I I think with Jack back and hopefully Arfield back I, I'd, I'd be taking the kid at the team um, and, and having him come on off the bench rather than Arfield or Jack come on off the bench, to be honest, I think uh, He's inconsistent. What about you? Have you found him?
0: I think you're you're right when you say there's been flashes of brilliance there. There has been, you know, some of the touches he's got as well. He's it's like the ball's going to his foot at times as well, and the way he, he can dip in and out as well. But as it's still, it's still that slight inconsistency that he's got as well, which is, you know, which makes him, which makes these guys like Kamara, Davis, Jack, I feel just that wee bit ahead of him at the moment. Um, but the good thing about him as well is as well that he's got his age on his side as well. He's got he's still got, you know, loads of years in the tank in terms of playing football. And I think he is only going to get better under the management that we've got as well. We've got two former world class midfielders and a manager and assistant manager and Stephen Gerrard and Gary McAllister. So him working with the two guys every day is just going to improve him. But I would like to see him just step his game up just that wee bit like Kamara has done, like Arfield has done this season as well, like Dave, Davis is obviously, all, all the other players have done, I would just like to see him just up it, just that wee bit more, and show that consistency. I mean, um, you, I, but really on, I think, like make no see.
1: mistake, Arebo's got the potential to, arguably, be the best of the lot, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously Davis has a great career, Kamara's yeah. probably going to go on and have a fantastic career at some like Arebo, but, Aribo would be, Anything he wants, he's got the ability. He's got the talent. Um, he's got the potential. He just needs to work hard and find the consistency. And, and hopefully, like you say, I think that will come. He'll get better. He'll get the consistency and um, and the coaching from as well as the two you mentioned, like Michael Peel and all that run about, is a great coach. So I think the whole the whole background staff yeah. and you know looking and watching and learning for guys like Steve Davis and how how does he get consistency? You know, and it's consistency of. Eating of sleeping of what he's doing day to day of how he trains and all that sort of stuff you know like he'll, he'll learn from from those guys as well as uh, the, the the coaches and, and I'm sure he'll going to have have a good career and, and get better but just this season he's behind the rest as you say he's just been too inconsistent uh, it's, it's no it's not the level yeah. that those have been at.
0: Do you know what? I think one thing might bode well for Arevo as well is the fact that he's only recently been introduced to international football. I think the more he gets used to international football as well will bring his game on, um, playing for Nigeria. I think that will bring his game on that wee extra length, uh, that, wee extra, that wee extra bit and see him see him kick Aye, well, you, you there, learn. Sorry, well. sorry, just, just quickly on that, but you're the spot
1: last... on. You're, you're spot
0: on. I mean, no, sorry, go, before he go. came
1: to the Angels, he was at like Charlton and all that, playing League One football. And then he came to Angels, he's playing European football for the first time. And in international football for the first time and you know when you're playing at those upper levels that will improve you as well so no great point mate totally agree
0: yeah definitely definitely and then the last one um, what we'll talk about for the centre midfield is Brigani Zungu who arrived this season um, on loan from Ems in France as well um, I'll let you start with Zungu and then I'll come in what have you made of him so far Um I think obviously he's no header. You know a lot of games first and foremost, but what have you? Uh, from what you've seen, what have you made him?
1: Uh, 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 it's, it's hard. we well, it, save the it, best find, last, me. <laughs> I, I guess if I'm being honest, from what we've seen of him, it, it does not look like he's going to cut it. Is, is what I would say. Um, coming from where he's came and, and you know like the, his background, and then coming to Scotland, it's a totally different style of football, and it takes time. I mean. It's probably an old example, but I always point to like Didier Drogba. Feels like he was crap at Chelsea for two seasons, pretty much, and then look what he became. You know, it, it takes time, and I, I think that it's it's a bit yeah. harsh him getting twenty minutes, twenty minutes. The odd start here, um typically against crap teams on crap pitches away from home, and you know, like I, I don't know, it's a it's a bit hard yeah. to judge him um, totally fairly, but. All we yes. can do is go on what we've seen, and what we've seen, it doesn't look like he's cutting it. And I, I wouldn't be spending any sort of millions on him in the summer. To be honest,
0: no, I'm the exact same. From what I've seen of him, there hasn't been anything that I've seen that went, oh well, that was, that was a business, you know, what he's done there. But I guess he's he's not had that, he's not had that lot of time. He think he started maybe two or three games this season, then St Mirren in the cup. Um, Today, as well, against Hamilton, um, as well, he, hasn't, he obviously hasn't started the games because these boys are also playing so well um, as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm sort of the same. I wouldn't be spending any money on no, him oh, um, in terms of any millions. No, 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 I, I was that... going to say,
1: was, I think we've oh, no, you seen very, very, very glimpse, uh, 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 your brief glimpses of where he's, he's came on and he's, he's probably went through a five-minute spell where he's pinged a couple of passes and you're like, He's got a good range of passing in there. Like he's, 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 gone, he's gone 5, 10 yards, bang, 35 yards, cross, Diag. Like, I don't know. I, I, I do think he's got the, the the makings of potentially being like a Steve Davis sort, sitting deep, winning the ball back, and he's got a good range of passing. I just don't know that whatever he's going to realise it in time for us. I think adapting it to the Scottish games, just that wee bit much for him um, is all I was going to say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with that. Now, does that mean that, obviously, me and you keeping came to the decision, obviously, let's play a bit of fantasy here. If they, if he, if obviously obviously came to the decision that we aren't going to keep him next season, would we be looking to bring in, would you look to bring in another centre midfielder? Or else, would you maybe bring in one of the young boys who are maybe loan, like a Kai Kennedy, who's just recently signed a new contract? Would you maybe try and bring him in, like, like the way we bring in Patterson? Or do we need someone who is that more defensive, Sort of. Sitting I, the I think of the that's. Of sort of I mean, Gerard
1: spoke since he came in. Um, he brought in Lasana Kula to be that destroyer in the midfield, and it never worked. He brought in Zungu because he he seen him as a destroyer, and that, that, that's what Gerard's pretty much calling these guys, right? I'm, that that's me quoting Gerard there. Um, so he obviously is looking for that, and I don't think mm-hmm. we've, he's made it work. He's went to France twice, and it's not worked. So I think, um, you know. Claude Makaleli and yeah. Patrick Vieira and all that you right these guys uh, are probably on our price range so let, let's let's change up the market maybe but um i i think that uh, it's it's yeah. something that Gerald's after so i wouldn't be surprised especially if you lose Kamara and Zungu goes and how how much is Davis going to keep going you know these sort of questions we could see ourselves having you know Jack Avibo and and Arfield and and Jack Spends a fair time out injured typically most seasons he's got a spell on the sideline Arfield is, is had a few wee spells in the sideline, Aribos had a few wee spells in the sideline, we don't have a huge amount of consistency in there if you lose Kamara and uh, Davis who have been that consistency this year um, so I, I think uh, it, we'll probably be seeing some, yeah. some signings in the midfield um, in the summer, um, Lewis Ferguson would probably be quite high on my list if I was buying from Scotland but I don't know what, what Rangers will be getting after
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's an interesting one and something. I maybe,
0: mean if we'll review neither the time we'll we can see, what see someone, I guess. I, I, I think, think that one, that there'll be some movement in midfield, I, I expect. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now let's go on to the, the attackers then. So we've also included ah, the winners in this, not just dead on centre forwards in this. So I'll yeah, so so again we're going to include the same as the defenders, We're going to include the two, we're to blitz two guys. This, mate, we're We're too we much. I think we running behind well. on time. So we've got. But we'll do it exactly. So let's let let us fire through this. So we've got we've got Hadji. We've got Itton, uh, Ryan Kent. Do you mean the four? I think um Ruth. Um, we've got Scott Knight, who we have just signed from Aberdeen. We've got <laughs> um, the Forgotten Man, Greg Stewart, and then we've also got Jordan Jones and Barker. And Brandon Barker as well, who are out on loan at Sunderland and Oxford uh, respectively. So let's talk about the guys that are here first, and then we can quickly talk about the two boys at the end who are who are on loan. Um, first of all, is there anybody that you want to particularly highlight out of this who you think is, you know, been exceptional this year or? Um, you know, anything? I suppose that you a two that are three that I would quickly
1: call it probably three that played the most. Um, I would say Ruth has been. Has been a great signing, and I think we'll, you know, struggled a wee bit for fitness, but and we will still see the best of him. But I think what we've seen of him, we we can see that there's 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 a lot there to like, uh, and I'm I'm hoping he'll be a very big player for us uh, you know, the rest of the season and next season, especially if we're going to try and make Champions League and all that sort of stuff. He's a quality football player. He will get better. Hopefully, he can he can keep yep. his fitness up because he just has those like you know he's had a few wee recurring niggles, um, but if we can keep him fit. He'll be brilliant. Um, I, I really like Kamar Roof. Ken, I think has had a, a decent season yep. and probably a better season than, than he's he's had he had last year, but still not quite at the levels certainly for the money that we spent on him consistently. Um, he's had a kind of blitz of at the start. He was like a reboy boy started really well, but his goals and assists have dried up, and he's got into that kind of having a good performance every one in three or every one in four or five games sort of thing for me. He's, he's set a similar bracket to Arriba over the past few yeah. months. Um, Morelos, goals have dried up compared to previous years. Assists have dried up compa- compared to previous years. But I think it's still fundamentally vital to how we play. Um, and again, when he's been missing through suspensions or anything, yes. we struggle to break teams down. The movement doesn't quite work the same because he just by his presence and his goal scoring history and his physicality, he drags players to him and that creates space for others. So, Ruth doesn't score as much when Alfie's not on the team. You know, these sort of things, we, we don't get as much joy with him. So, he's still very, very important for us, uh, is what I would say. Those are the, the big yeah. three for me. What about you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I, th- I think the guys are the, 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 the players that Aye. are probably the first choice if you're looking at attacking free. Um, that you're looking at, and I think as well, it's taken a bit. It's taken a bit of burden off Morelos I think this season, having those guys involved a lot more, um, as well, which is which I think has been good for him because I think there was a lot of pressures on a young man's shoulders to to bag, you know, twenty thirty goals a season. Um, and Morelos was never was never an out and out striker, like an out and out centre forward before. You know, he was sort of play. He could play as a ten. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was in Finland. Um, when he was playing there, so it's 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 good to see that we took a bit of pressure off him. I think Kamar Ruth is going to be an absolute amazing signing. Um, once he sort of settled down and get rid of all these knee I ligament injuries he's got, um, he's a player in the half I think as well. And I agree with you. With Kent, Kent's been, um, you know, he's, he's you know he's, he has been slightly inconsistent this season as well. And I'd like to just see him just buckle down and maybe maybe get a few goals in a game. We'll, we'll, we'll spur him on. You know, the way he cuts inside and maybe grabs a few goals. Um, will help him aye, I aye, we'll help aye, I he he's very well. much aye. a confidence based player um, we, we, we can't as well the other guys that we can sort of run through Hadji I think has had a decent season this season um, but again I think Giannis Hadji is one of these guys who will again sort of a wee bit more inconsistent um, I thought he was unfairly dropped in the Hibs game um, because I think it was the Ross County game before that he was fantastic but again how we are playing away from home you know, you're bringing another centre midfielder there rather than having him play number ten, which makes sense. But you know, you still sort of do feel for the boy. Outputs, um, when you see things quickly like on outputs
1: on Hadji. Um, then um, I agree. I think you. that you know there, he's not done a huge amount wrong. He's not been at his best, but he's young. He's inconsistent. He's still learning. A lot of the stuff we spoke earlier about Aribo, Um If Hadji was a finished article, especially based off his name, it would he would be it would he be playing in Scotland, right? Let's be honest. Um, but interesting stat wise he's had um, 11 assists, which is the same as Kent in all competitions. Five goals, Kent's on seven in all competitions. Hadji's played a 1,000 less minutes. That's a lot of football. Aye. So he's very, very close in terms of but he's played a lot less football than than Ryan Kent. So that would suggest he's been more consistent outputs-wise. Maybe not performance-wise, it's not the same thing, but Outputs-wise,
0: he's been more consistent yeah. than Rankin. Yeah. Aye. That's really interesting. That is really interesting to say, to say that as well. Um, but I think, like, well, the more that he plays, he's, again, sort of confidence player as well. You know, he took his goal well last week, um, you know, in the game. As well. and I, I think the thing about Hadji is that um, he's, he's a big game player. Well. He does,
1: you know, like, I, I think we've spoke before about him being kind of has those moments and he, he, he's no shy in doing it in, in big games. Like you say, the goal against Motherwell was, a, a, a Motherwell, wasn't it? Um, St. Johnson, St. Johnson, shut St. Johnson. Um, great goal and gets us three points. Braga last year, I know it's going back a bit, but Braga, that, that yes. game at Ibrox where he, he drags us over the line and we end up getting a win and going through. And you know, he, He's no shy. If you, if you give him it, he, he'll do it at important times as well, which I think is another skill um, you know, that, that can sometimes be overlooked uh, if you look at his lower numbers, but big moments.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then um, yep. the other guys that we've missed out is Cedric Itton, who's obviously just came in. I think they mentioned a lot about it last week, how he's just came in, you know, new country, young young player, and he's, I think he's going to take a bit of time to settle in um, and get used to Scottish football, you know, um, some games when he comes off the bench. It looks like Aye, this is something in I some say when There's a difference in, um, in
1: being effective off the bench after Alfie's battled the centre half for an hour uh, and starting a game. You know he's, he's 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 good off the bench. He has learning like you see other stuff last week still applies. Yeah. He's good. He's got potential. We think he'll be good for Rangers. He just needs time to get there. He's not there yet. And you know putting him in a free, I don't think it's going to do him or yeah. or anybody any favours. He's not quite ready to be starting thirty games a season yet. But hopefully he'll get there uh, sooner rather than later.
0: No. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously we've got still got um Jermaine Defoe who's still there um as well contributing. I think I think Defoe plays a massive part off the field as well with some of these young boys as well, like Morelos, with Itin, you know, Haji learning off this learning off this man who's who's been there, done that. You know, he's, the goals that he scored in um what do you mean? the English football league and it would just be nice to see
1: him I you know, I think with so, so for Defoe, the, the four's like, like we're going your to get. um your Davis and your McGregor's and stuff setting the standard, like you say. Um I think injury has probably played a, a little bit of a part when I would like to have seen him, you know, get more football than he's got, um, because he's he's not you know, he's missing the now through injury, for example. But hopefully the only thing I would say for getting a league medal,
0: yeah.
1: I mean it's maybe no sentiment, but He's no. I, I don't know how many is it appearances you need, or is it making the squad that you need? Because I think he's probably. Um, I know, he's... So he'll probably be a wee bit shy of, of, quarter, of that on course, the game so changed, let, let's see. Hopefully, Gareth uh, get get some enough games. Because, like you say, I would love for the guy to get a league winners medal. It'd be a shame if he missed it because a, a silly number of appearances. You know, missing it
0: by two games or something yeah.
1: would be a bit of a blow. I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then one of the guys that we brought in just last week as well, along with Jack Simpson, and then the transfer window was Scott Wright from Aberdeen. Um, so and seen him playing for Aberdeen or two things. Looks a looks a good tidy young player as well, and I think he shoots
1: a jar. I'll be honest, i you. a
0: So I've not seen
1: much of the kid. He played for twelve minutes a day or something. I I, I I'll need to reserve judgment because I'd be lying if I said that I knew, I knew enough about him to make a call. Aye. Mm-hmm.
0: Not the only time I've seen him playing really is against us But like I said, I think, I think this one's definitely for the future um, Last last few guys, uh, the forgotten man, Greg Stewart Who sort of comes on the bench every once in a while um, You know, <laughs> we've not seen him playing this season There's no really, again, good, good blue nose, good player um, nah, he's, he's you No, know, he's definitely
1: got his, really his skills, prepare, and his talents and things either. he's good at He's probably just not good enough for the level we need to be at, the now. Um, and it's just a sign of some of that the journey we've been on. Yeah. He'll, he'll probably go in the summer, I would imagine. Oh, I, I, nothing, yep.
0: yeah, yeah. And like I said, I think he goes with our best wishes. You know, he's a blue nose, and um, you know, you know, he's you know, he goes with our best wishes, definitely. And then the other two guys who we've had in the team who have went away and loan is um Jordan Jones who's well known to Sunderland again he falls under the Edmondson thing. I think with him though, he's I don't I don't think there's any way back for him at all. I think he's had a few chances and he's blown it. Um, I really would I really I agree with yeah, do you uh, and I
1: think the other guy you're about you to you feel talk the
0: same way. In a completely different way, doesn't he
1: have the mentality to be a success at Rangers? Um I, I don't I don't think um uh, Jordan Jones does for the reasons you yes. mentioned this other guy that you're about to say I don't think he does for for different reasons. I just don't think he's 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 got the ball over the or the coronas to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I sort of agree. I don't. I think it's good that you know Barker sort of realised that, and he's obviously went. He's went away Oxford to get some first team football and put himself in the shop window. Um, as well. Again, I don't wish him any harm. You know, I think he's. I think he's. When he's come in, he's tried his hardest. I just don't I, think I, he's.
1: I don't know, I, I think it's a hard, makes sense. you know, for, um, for Gerard and, and the, the coaching staff to rate him and like him and say that they think he's going, to be a, he's going to play a decent part for us he's obviously got something I think he's probably one of the guys that he's got a lot of ability and he shows it in training but when it comes to the game, I just don't I'm just not convinced he's got the he's genuinely got the confidence of the bottle for a club like Rangers, that, that's my guess from what we know, but like you say, it might just be he's just not good enough, but I think it's more yeah. a, a mental thing than it's a talent thing uh, is Is my guess. But it's just a guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with her totally. So just before we just before oh. we wrap up, Keith, um, give me your player of the year. So far, I, I'm I'm between so two.
1: Um aye, aye. I I I don't know. I, I think guess, that, based on you know the Hamilton game maybe. we just watched i am probably been slightly coloured more on McGregor but Tav leading the goals leading the assists um, he's been a he's been a captain that's just set the standard early and consistently fell off the track a wee bit as I mentioned but I think where he was from the start to you know up until certainly up until Christmas <laughs> maybe yeah. he's, he's on the old schedule um, it was just so consistent I, I think I'd have to say Tav to be honest um, <laughs> but McGregor's a close second and then you've you know, I've got lots of good performances for guys like Davis and Arfield and all that that we mentioned. But, I for me, they're the two that are that are ahead of the game. What
0: about you? Um, I agree with you. It's just between one of the two, but I think Tav currently next it right now, just based on the goals he scored from right back is just unreal. And um, some of the performances he put in, some of the attacking, you know, the way he started it and finished it has just been incredible. Um, and aye. You know, like you say, he has went off the boil a wee bit, whereas McGregor's been pretty consistent this year. But I think in terms of the goal situation for a right-back is just phenomenal. Um, Aye, I no, that's good. I think, like say, so, I think far, he, so, so far you know, he deserves it. If he, he continues as
1: he's been the last, you know, five or six games or four or five games or whatever, by the end of the season, it's probably going to have changed. Um, but I think overall in the, you know, 30-odd games to date this year across all competitions, I think, I think he's, he deserves it. So, nah, good stuff, man.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I think that's a good place to round it up. That has been us discussing the squad so far this season. I think it's been really good to sort of dig deep and get our teeth into this, and you know, look look at the players that we've had. And I think it's just how well they've done as well. It's just hats off to them, definitely. No, that's it, but mate. Like you hope hope say, squads done well. Um, hats off the to team. them.
1: They're going to deserve the the league title, which hopefully, like you say, is wrapped up as soon as possible, and hopefully can get. You know, get something else because they they deserve they deserve a lot of credit and and hopefully they can achieve more than than just the league. I know that sounds mental considering how much fifty five will mean, but this team's done so well so far. They deserve a wee bit more than that. They deserve like an invincible season or something like that. Just that wee bit extra because they've been great and hopefully they can keep it up.
0: Yes. Yep. Cannot cannot uh, fault anything you said there, mate. Yeah. So. We'll be back at the, end in the next week or two Cheers, mate. Love talking that. about more dangerous in. things. Until then, and um, thank you, everybody. Cheers, Keith.